0: Language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing.
1: listening to Psycho Music Lyricology a podcast where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, the guy that doesn't know anything about hip-hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion Michael Nelson
0: Like butter, baby
1: And of course, the professor Maurice
2: Moss
1: What's oh <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm about? He just said, damn it What's up?
2: I was <laughs> <laughs> just trying to amp myself up for what's coming. You know. <laughs> Cause
1: you all right over there? I'm man. good, man. I'm good. I'm oh, good, okay. Okay. Yeah, let me get you another, another drink. drink, drink no, I think on. that's part of
0: the problem.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> as always, uh,
0: see that Mike? What you ready, Mike? I, I just you, like you stay ready though don't you I just like that part of the song when you hit that yeah. note yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just gonna say this while, uh, before we get into it uh, I have not been listening to anything but uh, the young man Bobby Session just came out with a new uh, from Dallas Texas of course just came out with a new song Like Me uh, did the video dropped uh, Like Me You all need to check it out.
2: Absolutely. You know, it's uh,
1: it's something that uh, really needs to be looked at visually as well.
2: Yeah, it's very uh, specific to, well, I would say it's specific to what's going on right now, but (laughs) (laughs) we've been getting shot for decades. So (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Damn. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just (laughs) kind of, but uh, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, I I like he making he's making some very legitimate points in this song, and he can rhyme, and the production is tight on it. So it's 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 I mean, it's actually a good song, and what he's talking about is just yeah, it's just yeah. We need more protest artists. He's one of those protest artists. I feel like he's gonna be we're gonna be talking about him for a while. I think because I think that he's just he's done it the way he wanted to do it. And because of that, he's mm-hmm. gonna say what he wants to say, and that's a good mm-hmm. thing. So I like that about him.
1: You know, Mike, I was gonna I was gonna say something, man, but I got a look. I got a look uh, hot one day listening to another show.
2: <laughs> another recall, one of our shows, or no, another another, sh- another, another podcast, podcast okay. show. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, it's some things that are said in it.
0: Things like what?
1: Grown man, hip hop. Say, man, leave that alone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, we, we are you going you. into some inside jokes that nobody knows. Yeah, what we talking see, about. he know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, I mean, inside mm. our we see you seeing
0: know. us. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, yeah, you know, hey yeah. man, mm-hmm. good ideas don't exist in vacuums. So you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody, you know, you, you know, people's opinions, you know. When something is what it is, good, bad, or indifferent, or whatever, mm-hmm. most people are gonna have an opinion about it. And if they just use the same adjectives, then you know mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's not the first time the brother been called grown man, hip hop. Mm-hmm. I feel you though, but you understand what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when I heard it, I went. Mm.
1: That's why. What I didn't even know you were listening yeah. that particular day, but whatever. Anyway, man, what
0: you been on though for real? uh Nothing really, man. Um your girl nikki dropped a couple of new tracks Minaj. yeah um, uh, you know what that's on that little playlist i she was been listening gone, to you know she's been gone for a minute and i won't say that i'm a nikki fan i just watched the videos because they you know popped up <laughs> uh <a> song called <laughs> a song called chun lee and another song uh
2: you know what's interesting though uh, because I saw that And I, I didn't listened to it But what's, what's, what, I find, what I find interesting about Nicki is Or about hip hop music in general Is it's, it's a part of It's so much a part of the zeitgeist That there's an article in Time Magazine uh, from, About Nicki Minaj About how Drake How the Drake and Meek Mill beef Affected her career mm. In Time Magazine Wow Oh really? In Time Magazine is what I yeah. yeah. It's not in like yeah. Complex or whatever. It's mm-hmm. in Time. Yeah. So I'm just kind of going. I mean, so just because
0: you brought it up, did you read? The, did you read? The I article? read bits and
2: pieces of it, okay. but I, I I was really kind of skimming through it, and I was trying to figure out where she's going to get to the point and where she's what what she was saying about it. But I, I'm going to say I didn't really read enough to really get figure it out. Oh, huh. Okay. But there but there is an article in Time Magazine. Where she's talking about how the Drake and Meek Mill beef affected her career. Wow,
1: but then uh, then you see her on a Mercedes commercial.
0: She got a brand. She has a brand. a brand. She
2: has a brand. She has a brand, and I think that's why she's getting the comparisons with uh, Cardi, because Cardi definitely has a brand. But I mean, everybody's mm. everybody's trying to make them trying to pit them against one another to say you know, one can't exist without the other or, or yeah. yeah one's going to destroy the but other you know and they that, can both be who they are yeah. and it's enough room for but some both of, of some some
0: of that's just hip-hop you yeah. know it's just yeah it Absolutely. is just what it is you know we yeah. we battle each other and yep. uh, uh i mean hip-hop is battle each other and that's just kind of their thing you know but
2: i've detoured from what you were saying i'm sorry you were talking about music.
0: um yeah i mean uh chun lee barbie tings <laughs> Barbie Teens. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the name of the song. Yeah, that's the name. And, of uh, you know, I, the, the videos were fun, you know. Um, I, I, they, they I'm going
1: to ask you this there, Mike. How, I mean, looking at her career, uh, how long do you think she'll be around?
0: She's going to be around for a uh, few more minutes, mm-hmm. you know, in, in entertainment terms. She's going to be around a little bit. You know, Nikki is not a – she's not – I mean you know she, she She's gimmicky Right um, But You know You think she'll ever grow up lyrically? <laughs> depends on who she has writing for <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That's an interesting question mm-hmm.
0: It depends on who she's writing for You don't for.
2: think that she's um, wh- Why would you say that? You don't think that her music is adult music?
1: At some point Uh her 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 uh, peers are going to grow up. Right, absolutely. And is she is or is she going to grow up? That's a really. But you really know what? Point. That's, <laughs> that's a, but
0: that's, that's 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 most most uh, rappers have a shelf life mm-hmm. because they can't transition, mm-hmm. and rap is a young man's game. You know, right.
2: KRS-One. That's, that's one. changing now. Well, some, and, some, it's changing in, some. A very, in a very small way. KRS-One
0: yeah. is probably still one of the best rappers on the planet. Mm-hmm. But who's going to listen to him, yeah. you right. know, other than us backpackers? Right. You know, that's why he doesn't put out albums anymore. It's not like, you know, but if he shows up at a show, you know, he's he's going to have the crowd. Mm-hmm. He I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. uh f- about 3 years ago, three or four years ago Cool J was at Essence and uh, I know that he is a he is a TV star Mm -hmm. but uh, I I literally didn't expect him to be on the main stage but you know I guess his TV star status got him on the main stage because he didn't play a song that was older than I mean he didn't (laughs) have a song that wasn't older than like 10 years at that point you know what I mean? And he mm-hmm. he rocked the shit out this show, right? You know, well, and, you know he he rocked the show. Yeah,
2: you was know, he, he, was he
0: the actual headliner that he, night? He was a no, he wasn't the headliner, but he was on the main stage. Okay. Yeah.
2: But that that the show did has kept him relevant. And there's also now a growing audience of specifically for the people who are going to the Essence Fest of grown people who, who need, grew up oh, on Yeah, kind of hip hop, yeah,
0: because yeah. Cause it ain't like New Edition had any hits recently. Right, right, right. You know, and right. when they're at Essence, they uh, they straight up uh, uh, they take over. I mean, like you know they the way Essence is set up, you know they have people go, you know the main yeah, stage. Yeah. New Edition hits the stage. And the, it gets warm. The, the, you, if you yeah. on if you in a super lounge, yeah. you are probably gonna have twelve people watching you at that point. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, right. that is true. Right. You yeah, know, right. and and Essence is probably one of those you know grown people music festivals.
2: There you
0: go. So, yeah. but I, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, we probably stayed on that subject a little bit longer than we intended to, but. <laughs> You know, I just wanted to say, you know, the Nicki Minaj things are fun, funny or whatever. She's going to have to grow up at some point because she's going to be the old chick in the club in a minute. (laughs) It's funny. I saw one of them last night. (laughs) And I feel like
1: it's time for me to go home. I
0: was gonna say, uh, (laughs)
2: because what did that make you? Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, right. I looked. I said, "Oh, it's time for me to go home." Yeah, Yeah. but you know, it was. But you know, just 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 you bringing that up made me think about when Lil Kim came back out, right? And she was trying to have a a a battle with Nicki Minaj, Mm -hmm. and it was you you couldn't win that. You couldn't win that because, you know, those of us who are who were around for Lil Kim's heyday um are not listening to her like that anymore, or not listening to Nicki Minaj. So you beefing with Nicki Minaj,
2: and nobody has a frame of reference with who you <laughs> beefing right, with, yeah, right. So I mean, you and know. on top of that, if you're not doing Quiet Storm, I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I so, just got like know. okay. You know, it's just... I need it, to know that's part of your set list in order for me to show up.
0: And, you know, it just... <laughs> uh, it, it becomes... I mean, uh, that's a good question. I mean, that, that's a good... That's a really good question. That's a good question, man. Yeah, I'd be I just, curious
2: to see how that plays out in her career. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's going to happen faster than you, I mean...
0: Yeah, I mean, because, you know, Nicki Minaj is going... Here's the one thing I did notice about the video. Is she had really kind of gone away from that cartoonish thing, you know, but now she's back to it the mm-hmm. colored hair and the funny dresses and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of found that.
2: And I think that's why people see the, the uh, kind of the overlap between her and Cardi B with that, with that right. whole visual part of right, it. Right, 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 right. But mean, Cardi
0: doesn't do that. Uh, Cardi doesn't wear she doesn't wear, you know, the the She the, wears her hair. Yeah, she but, doesn't well it's not hers, it's her. hair, But, but the, the bouffant things yeah. and the all yeah, that yeah, okay. she, the, Cardi yeah. doesn't really do that. Yeah. That's Nikki's thing. Yeah, okay. You know, Nikki okay. looks like a cartoon character playing superhero <laughs> or whatever she's yeah. trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> what? Trying to be Play a superhero. superhero. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: that's
0: that's Nikki's thing. Oh. But that's not really Cardi being I okay. think I think really kind of what Cardi B has become is what Nicki was becoming, and now Nicki is like reverting herself back to what made you know what made people kind of dig her and you know whatever else. I, and I think
2: she probably wouldn't appreciate the comparison that we're trying to make even now. She I don't doesn't. think so. Yeah, I, I don't
0: think so. But you know, yeah. that that is what people do when yeah. I'm talking about yeah. music and musicians and you know, uh, right and and unless you are. Unless you're doing something to really set yourself apart, you know, if you're just following the trend, then you're going you you're you're going to be compared to what is, you know, trend making. So whatever, you know. But that's it, man. I saw those two videos. I I don't know what made me watch them, but I did. And I feel you, man. I don't really have an opinion about either one of them. The songs are okay yeah but uh maurice what, what you got going on over there man
2: so uh are we fami- are we all familiar or have heard at all the term alternative rap
1: what do you consider the reason alternative well i don't rap? i don't
2: know what it is i'm just saying but the reason why the reason why i asked the question is because uh gene gray has an album out and i listened to like one or two songs off of it it's a Uh, collaboration between her and this guy named Quell Chris and uh, she referred to her uh, genre of rap, alternative rap. Or it's been referred to as alternative rap on more than one occasion. I'm just kind of like, okay, here's another title that we kind of have to, you know, pigeonhole something into. But I I, I guess it's kind of the, from what I can tell, it's the adult version of backpacking. Kind
0: of this is just rap,
2: <laughs> well, you know there you go, there you go, so I listened to that, and it's kind of interesting. She's got some songs on this album with uh I don't know if anybody's familiar with uh Hannibal Burr, she's a comedian, uh she got a song on there with him and she got a song with Michael chase, so it's kind of uh it's it's a it's like that kind of vibe where she's uh you know it's it's comedic um so it's it's kind of it, there's a performance element to it. So uh, those songs are kind of interesting. So I I would say, you know, if you have any kind of rap interest, check that out.
0: I saw, uh, I did see that album. I and actually it's in my favorites list. I haven't listened to it yet, but I have been known to, in my backpacking mixes, add Jean Grey into a couple of things. Well, that's what she was when she
2: came out. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, she and we're comfortable with the term backpacking, so you know,
0: but it's still rap. It's just, but, it wasn't. But it why, wasn't, why,
2: do we, why do we say backpacking, though?
0: Because it wasn't like, they weren't like club songs, I guess. They weren't, it wasn't happy rap. It wasn't rap. mainstream. It wasn't party rap. I was, but alternative, what's the alternative to rap? Hey, right, just,
2: yeah. You I, know, was just, just, I was just, just asking the question.
0: Uh, just, I, I you know, I, I, some things just, that, that just sounds like Gene, she's trying to uh, find. Trying to find a niche since she never really became. Uh, I'm alternative, super popular. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, super popular as a, I mean, you know, as an artist, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody other than Backpackers who knows who she is. I, I,
2: yeah, I will get, give you that one. Mm. Uh, so, uh, I, my next thing is somebody I haven't listened to, but I'm quite I'm curious as to whether or not you uh, are aware, or both of y'all are aware that Kamasi Washington has an album on the way. Not on I the did. way? Yes. Yeah, nah. There's one th- single that's out now. Okay. Nah. So, a uh he's actually uh uh the couple of articles he's been talking about it how mm-hmm. he's uh it's uh it's uh he he's very proud of this new uh this new album. Um The Space Travelers uh, lullaby is um the uh single that's out now. Uh and it's 10 minutes long. So, <laughs> when I when i saw it i was like okay that's not a, that's reminiscent of his first album kind of <laughs> the way he was he so he doesn't yeah
0: he makes he makes um he he makes compositions yeah yeah they're yeah. not yeah, yeah i yeah. mean he he it's uh it's a ana- it's it's really analogous of the of the free jazz free form jazz period when you know you just you know drop a groove and then as you know things are happening you just create in the in the in the space and then you just record it and then Mm -hmm. it becomes the song
2: well see i i'm gonna say that i read about the kamasi washington fate uh a whole hubbub about him and i was reading and i saw everybody was like he was the next big thing and i was reading about the whole uh consortium he was with in california but i never really checked for him until the uh kendrick lamar stuff that he was on and then mm-hmm. that's when i was like oh okay then that's when i went back to his album and started listening to it and um it's actually some stuff that you would you call that music that you can write like, like passively listen to i don't think you can
1: it might be uh, a state of where your mind is
2: oh <laughs> well, okay okay you know. well i was listening to it and i was kind of like constantly being like okay what's going on here what's going on here mm-hmm. I couldn't just kind of like let it happen well, in the don't, background because I, of the I don't way find, that he yeah, was not not that he's
0: it's hard for me to even I don't find a lot of things that I'm even interested in listening to that's passive for me you know what I mean mm-hmm. if I'm interested in listening to it I want to listen to it If yeah, you know, yeah. unless you know it's you know my daughter has a CD it's got the wheels on the bus go around and <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, I mean, you know, that I, shit is wearing me out. I can listen to a,
2: I can listen to a, a, the Sade's greatest hits and clean my house and you know <laughs> drive around or whatever, and I I'm hearing it and mm-hmm. it's in the background, but I'm not like you know it's not in the forefront of my mind. mind yeah. yeah, So that's that's what I mean, yeah. like stuff like that. So I got you. So mm-hmm. that's what that's all mm-hmm. I have right now.
1: Well, you know, that kind of transitions us into what kind of what we're going to talk about today um especially Mike he has a very he's a has a such an appreciation for jazz you know being a former student of jazz a jazz listener um he knows in my opinion he knows Everything about jazz, in my opinion. Yeah. And the reason why I say don't do that, but I have to
2: say, you know what? Don't and set me up like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but now I'm gonna say this though, man.
0: Because
2: somebody gonna come on and say, "Do we know this?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you don't know,
0: listen I, to me for five and, minutes and, to go...
1: Oh, he don't know shit. No, the nah, uh, reason why I say <laughs> that yeah, is, don't do that There are me. some times when you have your get-togethers at the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have a your playlist is all over the place. Yeah. And sometimes a song will come on. And I, you know, and I never sat down and had a conversation with you about jazz or what it is that you listen to in jazz. Mm-hmm. You know, and some song may pop up, come on. It might be some Thelonious Monk may come on in your playlist. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, damn, he knows about that. And it may be a record that I be I'm familiar with, and I have had that album. So you know, or that song, or what have you. So, my thing was, you know what, Mike. Jazz for you is what?
0: Um it is probably my for me it's my favorite form of music. Mm-hmm. The favorite thing that I like to listen to. It is if I wanna hear something, nine times out of ten is my go to. Right. Um and your go to jazz. Yeah, I mean what I mean, do you have a particular song that uh,
1: you go to or artist that you go to? No.
0: Um, not really. Uh I just like swing. I like uh I just like the music. Um Uh we've done shows. Um we did a show a few weeks a few few shows ago mm-hmm. called uh, It's in our DNA and right, we were talking right. about house music. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the rhythms of house music mm-hmm. and uh that's really what jazz is. You know, it's the it's it's, it's the rhythm. That's infectious, mm-hmm. and kind of what takes you into a place um and jazz uh you know we we were just talking about things being active and passive, mm-hmm. and for you to feel jazz, um you can't passively listen to it right um, uh, when it's in its truest form um most of the time you can find something new Mm -hmm. in it you can listen to to me you can listen to the same song two or three times five or ten times twenty times and catch something that is that's that's that's, that's not that you didn't hear before especially especially in the um uh in the realm of improvisational improv um those those kinds of forms of uh, the um uh, there there are so many different musical expressions that you can catch. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be riding in the car listening to a song and you go, Oh shit, where'd that come from? Right. Or uh sitting in the house one day and it's a whole different system playing and you mm-hmm. hear it a different way. Right. So I think the thing that that's the thing that I love about jazz is that it just it's a constant is constantly doing something else, mm-hmm. you know. Just in its in its purest form, is constantly doing something else. Mm-hmm. To me, uh, that's just the way I hear it. Uh, jazz is the only we can, uh, and this is indisputable, is the only form of music actually created on this continent in okay. the United States. I won't say this continent, but in the United States, States. Mm-hmm. Western. Western civilization created jazz. Jazz was created; the 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 roots of it was created in New Orleans right. by Africans. Right. And so, jazz is in our DNA. Right. It is who we are. The rhythms, uh, 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 uh and it's sophisticated. It's very sophisticated. A lot of people don't, and and that's probably why. It, a lot of people don't listen to, to it because you there's not there's not there's not jazz in its purest form that you can listen to that you can't that you don't have to bring something of yourself to it. Right. There's something about it that makes you have to go. All right. What are they doing? Why? Why is that happening? Uh, it's not a loop. You know, traditionally American popular music is looped. It's the same four beats with everything and jazz has so many different rhythms so many different tempos Key so many different everything. yeah mm-hmm. and so it just it, it, it you know it makes it uh it makes it uh it's it's a it's 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 an intellectual process it's an intellectual exercise to listen to jazz in its purest form when i say jazz in its purest form i mean swing rhythms i mean acoustic instruments i mean uh where it began, the roots right. of it. So um uh, that's 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 jazz for me. Uh it is it is American classical music. And you know, it's it's another one of those forms of music that black folks created and black folks <laughs> threw away. Like, yeah. You know, after we've done no, with we it, we're done yeah. you know, after that is a true after statement. it becomes a, you know, thing and we're done with it, then, Mm -hmm. you know, we lose, we lose the value and the history in it. Mm -hmm. And then it gets bastardized. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes something else. Um, You know, uh, we listen to, then, that's why there is jazz. People don't get it anymore. And then it became smooth jazz. Because now, (laughs) Uh because now you have to change the, the, concept to make it easier to deal with mm. so now everything's got to go back to four four every time beat, and then it's got to be looped the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. and then you just do a little something different on top of it and then you call it jazz modernize the instruments modernize the sound and then you still call it jazz now i don't devalue uh that right Uh, I don't know that, I mean, I have been in places, um, I have been in places in my life, in my head, in my own journey through the music. I didn't start out as a fan of what is considered classical jazz, Mm -hmm. American classical music. My first real introduction to what, uh, was called jazz was actually Chuck Mangione, so, in the seventies he and had a lot a, of hit but that that was i had uh he had a mm-hmm. hit song in the seventies called uh feel good, so good, good. good. Mm-hmm. uh that was my introduction to what jazz was cons- what what jazz music is mm-hmm. so uh it was uh it was defined at that point in my life uh as just instrumental music mm-hmm. right there are no words to the songs it's just you know just uh, uh a rhythm a horn section playing. and uh and mm-hmm. a, and a horn oh playing the melody or a piano playing the melody mm-hmm. my next favorite thing to listen to was uh well that's not really true so after chuck mangione mm-hmm. i discovered a gentleman named Eddie harris okay saxophone player uh, uh who uh he actually uh and he was uh he <laughs> <coughs> excuse me Eddie Harris was actually a uh uh forward thinking uh saxophone player because what he did was he amplified his saxophone electronically. So he he did he did uh so again, uh whereas he was using basically uh, uh acoustic instruments,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh he just amplified them electronically. So I'm still not uh into what is traditionally considered uh swing mm-hmm. all right he had a couple of songs him being a saxophone player made me want to play saxophone
1: that's but that was gonna be my next question was that made song. you want to play the saxophone? yeah it was him
0: uh he had a song called listen here mm-hmm. and a song called freedom jazz dance mm-hmm. uh the album well the first album I ever heard was called The Electrifying Eddie Harris, and mm-hmm. it had the song Listen Here in it, and then there was another song on it called uh, Theme in Search of a Movie, mm-hmm. and those were the two songs I was obsessed with mm-hmm. um, to the point where I found those albums when I was probably about eight or nine. They belonged to my parents, right? and uh, I was obsessed with it. All I wanted to do was play a saxophone. Really? That's it. That's it. So uh, when I was 10, I got to pick one up. Yeah. And uh um play sax Then when I was in the seventh and eighth grade, uh is when I uh discovered what jazz was uh jazz bands band. mm-hmm. were. All mm-hmm. right. So I was in I was I was chosen to be in uh, the stage band, mm-hmm. what it was called, Jazz Band, stage band. I remember that. And I started playing uh songs like uh the Chameleon mm-hmm. by Maynard Ferguson. Ferguson ironically <laughs> that was my
1: first jazz album i ever had mm-hmm. the chameleon it was chameleon manor mm-hmm. ferguson
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so those are the i mean those are the things that shaped my um my uh love of the music mm-hmm. right so or the love of instrumental music i'm mm-hmm. still not a jazz fan at this point uh got to high school and again in jazz band at this point, this is 84, 85, and the biggest thing around was Kenny G. Right. Uh, his yeah. album called Duo Tones. <laughs> yep. you know, I'm a saxophone player, Kenny G is a saxophone player. Mm-hmm. He's doing all of these things on a soprano saxophone that mm-hmm. all saxophone players wanna be able to do. Mm-hmm. But I had had a, uh, uh, I had prior uh, relationship with his music when he had a band called G-Force, right. Kenny G and G-Force, a couple of years before that. Mm-hmm. So there was some, uh, 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 so I had a good foundation of what who Kenny G you was, were. and then Duotones. Then when I got to high school and got into jazz band in high school, then I had to study jazz a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get into the history of the music. That's when I started learning about Louis Armstrong. When I started learning about U uh UB Blake, mm-hmm. when I started learning about uh Big Speeder Deck and uh uh King Oliver mm-hmm. who are all uh pioneers uh, pioneers uh, mm-hmm. the 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 uh the foundation, the roots of mm-hmm. jazz that came out of the New Orleans cultural tradition. Right. And so that's my relationship. That's my relationship with the music. As I got older, um uh and high school into the college, I was able to uh experience it on a different a lot of different levels mm-hmm. uh out of the out of the jazz band tradition into um what was called a combo tradition and then I started to discover mm-hmm. jazz from people like Wenton Marsalis mm-hmm. Branford Marsalis and then mm-hmm. miles davis um uh because i had uh I had Miles Davis uh I had Miles Davis mm-hmm. uh CDs and and stuff like that from uh, uh uh not CDs but records and they were um they were still Miles Davis uh electric records. Mm-hmm. And then I found uh Kind of Blue Miles Smile- not Miles Smiles but Kind of Blue and uh uh Dig and some of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I become a jazz fan. Then I become you know now now it's funny I had stopped playing, and then i I discovered the music, music. more mm-hmm. you know and so um um uh I am a huge fan of the music, and over the last twenty years or so i've it's it's a uh, it's an exercise in, in uh c- uh culture and history uh for me with regard to the music itself you know. I love black people anything. You know, <laughs> yeah, th- that's just true. Yeah. And then I become relatively snobbish about those things that are, uh, uh, have such cultural significance mm-hmm. for who we are. But not only that, I just enjoy yeah. it. I enjoy the music. You know, I just enjoy, I enjoy what it takes to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- I enjoy what it takes to play it well. And I just, I enjoy the, the 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 discovery while you're playing it, mm-hmm. and you know, and to be to be in uh, the midst of that and see it done organically, mm-hmm. is not only uh, 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 audibly a beautiful thing; it's a it's a physical thing; it's a spiritual thing. You know, you can just you see that stuff and you feel it coming up. You feel it coming when you see it in its most organic state, mm-hmm. and so uh, it's not. It's, it's because of the spontaneity of it that drives my love for it because mm-hmm. it's like you know you you know rhythm and blues is all 4/4 oh, right, yeah. you know and it's all the same thing mm-hmm. not in and of itself a bad thing it's just what it is cuz i love r&b music i love soul music i love hip hop but the thing that drives jazz for me is the spontaneity Mm -hmm. the changes the music the key changes the the rhythm changes all of those things happening and all of these people it's like a uh uh, it's like a uh like a perfect society Mm -hmm. you know you just have all of the you know different instruments people playing different instruments and they all have to feed off of each other to come to to create this one thing that comes out and so um I have this. Uh, I d- I do have like a real. I might not have. See, you you set me up. I might not have <laughs> <laughs> the a real um, technical knowledge, mm-hmm. but I have like a cultural love knowledge of right. what what jazz is and right. what it, what, it, what it means for me. I just that was like what a ten minute soliloquy wasn't it? That's all good, uh, that's man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean it's just it just all of it is all good to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just I mean that's just I mean, what I mean I just is. want because
1: you know I like I said I know mm-hmm. how you appreciate it. I do. I and do. That's that's um, that's an appreciation I, I, I for it.
0: My uh, I you know I'm still a uh i I'm still a major fan of saxophone players. That's like uh, my my favorite. I always say that I, I have three saxophone players that I. So if I have a go to, okay, it's going to be these three saxophone okay. players. That's, that was going to be. I was going to ask John you that. Coltrane, one uh, Joe Henderson, okay, and Sonny Rollins, who I think Sonny okay. Rollins is the uh, one of, if not one, I would probably place him for me. Mm-hmm. Sonny Rollins is probably the greatest. Uh, 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 do I want to use the word greatest? I want to say he's the best great maybe greatest is okay with me uh uh improv mm-hmm. improv soloist to 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 play mm-hmm. i mean i can't find any time where sonny rollins is just not like if it, it it just any song that i've ever heard him play freaks me out because even when i'm listening to him solo it for, it's like i was saying before I find something different about what he does when he plays Played. those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so you know those 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 are my three favorite saxophone players uh if i'm if i'm if i'm sending you to uh if i'm saying to you what is jazz and you're asking me about the music and you say uh, uh let's just say uh If if I'm if I'm giving you, I'm trying to decide how I want to say this. If I'm giving you music to listen to, mm-hmm. if I'm saying you know these are, this is this is, what music is. This is what jazz is. Then I would say, uh, uh, I'm going to give you all Blues by Miles Davis. Okay. I'm gonna give you Blue Bossa by Joe Henderson, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give you Mood Indigo by Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington yeah, being yeah. considered the greatest composer of all time. Big so we have to put a song, greatest ja- greatest, one of the greatest American music composers of all time. So I have to pull the song that I think uh, he's done that uh, means more than anything else. Mm-hmm. All Blues comes from Miles Davis' an album uh is arguably is con, arguably considered the greatest of all time that album uh uh kind of blue mm-hmm. and uh uh blue bossa just cuz joe henderson is my dude you know so you ask me what jazz is I'm going to give you those three songs I'm going to say start here gotcha. and then uh uh I can I can name Probably per instrument, who my favorite artists are, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I just like jazz, man. I just when it when it comes down to it, man, if it's if it's played and it's played right, what I consider right, I can listen to it all night, man. I can I can listen to it all night.
1: You know, and you know, in reference to that, uh, back I'm I'm let me go not speed up too quick, too fast. Uh, I want you to read an article, uh, uh, an article in Bearded Gentleman, the blog uh it's a Sonny rollins way out west 2018 reissue east coast meets west coast they did a, a review of that you need to ah, check that out okay. and that's uh that's actually a uh blog did, that did aaron, aaron he didn't write that one but okay. that's a blog that he writes for i actually tweeted it a couple of uh back in the back the early part of april okay. if you get a chance to uh check it out though man but my thing was i was gonna ask you mike is this this is just me in my opinion. When somebody comes up to you and says, "I I, I listen to jazz,"
0: and they say <laughs> Kenny G, there there was a, there was a period, there was a period when I would have gotten really snobbish about that. Right. Really, I really really snobbish about that because, um, um a lot of people. I mean, um, sometimes you you know you got to meet people where they are. You know, and uh, uh, I've been a Kenny G fan. I'm, you know, he, him, him, his technical virtuosity is undeniable. The boy can play. You uh, go ahead. You don't. You might not, but I don't know. Uh, and I, I have been to a place in my head where I said that's not jazz. Mm-hmm. I literally have, you know, I've done that. But <clears throat> I'm also probably one of the biggest David Sanborn fans on the planet. I feel you on that one and there's no way in the world I would ever let you tell me that David Sanborn right. doesn't play jazz. But what they but the easy listening, what I call easy listening music mm-hmm. that Kenny G does in its most in its purest state mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily the 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 swing that most jazz that organic that's organically jazz. Mm-hmm is not what um um is not what kenny g plays right so um i'm not i'm not as snobbish about that anymore as i used to be i i, 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 used, I, to be. I used to be i used to be really snobbish sometimes but, I, mean, I still i still there sometimes and what's so funky you know. about it is is that um i mean it's kind of it's, it's kind of that thing it's kind of that thing we talked about before uh couple of maybe last show, or a couple of shows ago mm-hmm. when we were talking about Eminem just to just to bring it in the pop culture, mm-hmm. most popular culture mm-hmm. that we were saying like uh, uh, white folks understand hip hop now because of Eminem. White folks. So now I'm like, oh, you understand jazz now because yeah. of Kenny G. That's mm-hmm. now, now you a jazz fan. Yeah. You know, I kind of had that. But, you know, now I'm just like, um, you know, you if if you're not exposed to it, mm-hmm. and if you're not exposed to uh, jazz in its purest form, its purest form, form. Mm-hmm. most organic form, then maybe you know that maybe is jazz it, to you. That is jazz to you. Number one, two. Um, I, if you if you never, if you are exposed to it and then you don't like it, I can handle yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. What I don't like is if you hear it and you like. Um, is stupid, you know, it doesn't mean anything. I don't understand. That that's kind of where I I kinda draw the line with that, you know. Yeah. It's just uh it's you know, I, I've learned not to take that thing so seriously. Um and it, and you know what turned me off about that really is Wenton Marsalis. Mm-hmm. Uh Wenton is a uh purist. And I I understand what he means. I understand what he talks about mm-hmm. when he says that you know, uh, you know, jazz is not only real music. You, he he's a he's a classical music uh, virtuoso, mm-hmm. American classical music and European classical music. Mm-hmm. He plays trumpet. He can do jazz. He does blues, swing. He does those things, mm-hmm. and he also does European classical music. Right. The Bach. Uh, Beethoven and all that kind of stuff but that's not where music ended right? you know what I mean and I applaud his efforts to drive the music forward meaning that he still composes Mm -hmm. he still digs he still teaches what uh, jazz organically is Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that everybody else's music is not uh, it, it that it doesn't have some some sort of importance because the music means something to somebody, right? You know what I mean? Because you know, and he, was, he turned me off from that. He because yeah. he you know his whole attitude. I read I read articles about his his brother used to be in his band, Branford,
1: and I was going to bring that
0: up. And Branford left to go play with Sting.
1: Mm-hmm. And and the he had problem was, like, with that. Yeah,
2: he had a big. He he, he took issue with that. And He's that like, was
1: one of Sting's greatest
0: albums. And let me if try not in, the greatest because album because this
2: is the this is the little to. N- to a small <laughs> contribution that I'll have to this. Uh-huh. That was a great album. Mm-hmm. That Sting album was a fantastic album. And if you listen to, if you
0: are a connoisseur of saxophones, saxophone players, oh, yes. yeah. saxophone improv, Branford Marsalis did some masterful work on those songs. And, <laughs>
2: and if that right. was your entry level, if that was your entry into jazz music, if you listen to that and you said, hey... Let me go listen to some Branford, and now let mm-hmm. oh Branford is a part of a whole family, right? Let me check out some Delphi. Let me look. check out some Wynton. Mm-hmm. You could arguably say that he did more for jazz than Wynton has, uh, than Wynton has done, or, I mean, as, or as
0: much, yeah, uh, yeah, or as much for jazz mm-hmm. as Wynton has yeah. done. And they, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with that. But that was that was when I, you know, my. My being snobbish about that, listening to Wynton Marsalis, I went, "Is that how I sound?" Because that's that's he, that's straight up an asshole. He's just an asshole, <laughs> yeah. you know. It was just like I was like, you know, I I get it, but damn,
1: really, yeah. you know. And when you when you talk about uh, when we you know not to go smooth jazz, but about the smooth jazz situation was, you know, Mike, one of my first CDs that I ever bought in my life was a David Sanborn live uh, recording Mm -hmm. that he had done, you know, uh, love Straight to the Heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually bought it on vinyl. It came out in 84. Then that was like the first CD I had ever bought. And for me, I didn't really consider him as Smooth Jazz Mm -hmm. because
0: he was just somewhere else. It was a, okay, so um, Smooth Jazz is not really, is a is a subgenre that really didn't come about until the latter part of the 80s when the radio so actually yeah and so it was really kind of david sanborn is a is a he's an artist from the fusion era okay so so we're gonna have to if we're gonna talk about this we're gonna have to have like six or seven shows just about (laughs) jazz right because you have to kind of because you have to place things in eras, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was there was uh, there was the there was the jazz era where jazz you know there's jazz and then there's bebop and then there's modal jazz and then there's there's a uh, um, um, there's uh electric jazz there's a uh, free jazz. I mean, you know, we can go for days, days yeah. about the different forms, and it all came from it all came from uh, just. Uh, uh, experimentation, mm-hmm. jazz. You know, we had our first shows about protest music. Mm-hmm. Jazz was born out of protest. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. No, black folks didn't feel those people out of slavery, and out, they didn't feel that you know that that po- blue gray. that wasn't uh, bluegrass, whatever, oh, whatever it was, yeah. It. yeah. You know they didn't that wasn't part of their rhythm Mm -hmm. you know they still had these african rhythms going on in their bodies and they couldn't deal with that so they created this music genre out of i'm protesting that shit and doing my shit Mm -hmm. we're doing our thing so every form of jazz became like this forward thinking like we've done this Let's try this. Mm. Let's do this. Let's do that. Miles Davis was like one of the first people who did the fusion thing. He was the, he was the, he's, you know, Miles is, Miles is a phenomenal artist in the sense that uh, he was at the foundation of a couple of different styles. Right. So he came in under the jazz thing. Right. He helped architect the, uh, bebop thing Mm -hmm. he created modal jazz Mm -hmm. and then uh he was the archetype for uh architect for uh fusion Mm -hmm. when bitches brew came out no one was calling it jazz Mm -hmm. and uh m toomey which was his one of his uh backing musicians Mm -hmm would you know he's argued with stanley kraus stanley kraus being one of the uh premier uh writers with regard critics with regard to music Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm, i know i'm kind of jumping all over the place they've had arguments about what bitches brew was Mm -hmm. and stanley stanley kraus was like oh that you know miles was putting out jazz and it was all bullshit and he was and and m2mate was like well whatever miles was doing it wasn't jazz and he you know and he was doing his own thing and he was creating this thing all right so now you got this now you got this uh you got this transition from uh acoustic music to miles doing you know uh, with the electric, finding synthesizers electric wise, yeah, electric. he's fine mm-hmm. he's he's like hearing different things mm-hmm. and trying different things and then putting out masterful records mm-hmm. you know uh miles smiles uh, on the corner uh um uh, bitches brew he's got all of this stuff coming out right mm-hmm. then funk music is taking over right you got james brown in the late 60s Funk, all these people doing this funk thing mm-hmm. and now you got these masterful jazz artists going wait we can do some of that shit pulling some of this shit yeah. and put but, this shit with it this funk thing. thing so now you, got, now you got people like Herbie Hancock mm-hmm. now you got people you know and uh, Headhunters then you mm-hmm. got all like Chick Corea born out of Miles Davis mm-hmm. finding all of these other things going on and then saying here we go so now uh, now i'm on the one again and i'm doing <laughs> this funky shit and yeah. then <laughs> now you're playing into the Real rhythms done. of it mm-hmm. now you got this jazz thing melded with this funk thing mm-hmm. and now you got this whole nother genre coming right. up right so now now you got this instrumental thing that now people are calling jazz and it's different from what miles was doing or dizzy or -hmm. or ellington was doing basie was doing. it's a whole different thing right Mm -hmm. so now you got to find now people are listening to it and they're dancing to it
1: what's the name of it now
0: now it's still jazz
1: no what's they want to figure out so now we
0: got to do something different right now you got now somebody goes this music is too harsh it's not jazz anymore it's got it's gotten too harsh so let's smooth it out mm-hmm. then you come up with kenny g then you come up with the smooth stuff then you got these artists like david sanborn taking B soul music and making instrumentals out of them mm-hmm. right so now you got all of this stuff going on and slowing it down and then now you got easy listening right so now you gotta figure out how to juxtapose. What is jazz to you? Motherfuckers like Yanni. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so now right. you got all of this <laughs> other stuff going on. And so, you know, <laughs> is it just instrumental music? Now then we can go back into these conversations about like the Grammys that we had. Because mm-hmm. now you got all of these freaking sub-genres. Jazz, uh, instrumental jazz. You know, spoken word jazz. It's just instrumental music, right? Mm-hmm jazz is a whole lot of things now Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of hard to look at somebody and say you're not listening to jazz that's not jazz Mm -hmm. we can say that because it's not organically it's not where it came from from the beginning but name a music that is name 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 a genre of music that hasn't transformed into something Something. at some point you know what i mean so it has you know
1: (laughs) You know, that's we, rooted
0: from this though. we can all be snobbish but when you're a music lover you're just a music lover mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and if you love you know and you can love whatever you want to love you know and you can but i i've gotten to this point where i hesitated saying you know I and, I and i make jokes and i say silly shit about hip-hop and stuff like that that's not rap you know but i have learned as i have grown i'm getting older and the way that i love music and the, the advent of the internet and meeting all of these people who have all of these different ideas about music when you love music you just love music mm-hmm. you don't have to love everything to love music you don't have to love you don't have to love one part of jazz to love music to love jazz you can just love the music and that's just i, I mean you know so hesitate i don't know if i answered your question but i just hes i'm just hesitant at saying stuff like that's not jazz anymore i used to but I've grown out of that. But I still know people who will, I mean, I have Save peers that. who that's not, you know, I don't listen to that. Well, you used to and quit fronting like you've been in that, you know, that this has been you all of your life. You know, I, I, that ain't been you all your yeah. life. You listen to that. You used to listen to that before you even knew anything about this. Yes, and just because you know about it now doesn't mean that that doesn't exist anymore i mean one time um and I, I, I this is my quick my quick uh one of my snobbish friends um my favorite one of my favorite cassette uh growing up david sanborn's backstreet yeah i have that on that was on, one on of the, my final fa- that was one of my yeah. favorite uh uh marcus miller played on this yeah, album man. and uh backstreet had uh uh Neither One uh, neither, neither one, one of Us is on there. Uh, the uh, Gladys Knight. This is what I was saying just a second ago. You got people taking r and music now, turning it into instrumental music and it's called jazz. Mm-hmm. Neither One of Us. To hear David Sanborn play Neither One of Us is music. Right. It is beautiful. And you know what else is cool about it? Luther Vandross is singing the background. Right. right. And so, who's gonna say that? Who's gonna say <laughs> that that's not musical right and so i was uh, i was uh one night i was just out hanging out one night and i was like i sure would like to have this this is back when you know they started putting cd players in cars so i didn't have no cassette and now i got you know i didn't have a uh, i didn't have any way to ride and listen to this album mm-hmm. because the car only had a cd player mm-hmm. and i said man i'm gonna go find backstreet Cause there's some good music to ride to, mm-hmm. right? I want to find this. So, uh, just happened to get a phone call from this, you know, friend. And he was like, what you doing, man? I said, I'm out uh, looking for Backstreet on CD. And he's like, Backstreet? I said, yeah, David Sanborn. I'm, I'm hitting a couple of these used shops and trying. Why are you listening to David Sanborn? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you don't, you know what I mean? Right. All of a sudden- you just so beyond David Sanborn yeah, boy, yeah. when you were the one that gave me the first my first copy of Kenny G's Duotones. Duotones. You know, you were the one that gave me a copy of that. But now, you so beyond, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it, and it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, nigga, because I like that shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would say that if you were trying to introduce somebody to jazz just because I think you and I have had this conversation before that uh, Double Vision is probably an album that I would give to anybody oh, man. and say, "Hey, Hands you down. can go a lot of different places from here, but let's start here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's just start here, and and then, you know, just explore. Yeah,
1: the second CD I ever bought was Double Vision. I mean, it <laughs> but
0: you know what? There are, but that's that. That's that. That's that late seventies, early eighties transition from. Uh, from fusion to R&B right in the middle mm-hmm. is a good instrumental thing that's going on you got David Sanborn you got Bob James you got Joe Al- Sample Algebra. you can find you can find so many yeah. you can find so many records yeah. in that time Grover Washington Jr you can find so many records in that in that era mid 70s to early 80s lots and lots and lots of records and say here it is now i guarantee you that all of those people that i mentioned didn't start playing that music they started playing organic jazz and so cup you can go a couple of ways with that some of them just were like i'm pushing for something different and i want to do this like this and they just wanted to make it relevant for whatever you know they they wanted you to feel me where i'm at I can play this horn, but if I want you to feel me where I'm at, I'm gonna play this music that's in this genre right here, but they could all play right they can all they all came from a tradition mm-hmm. where they had to learn yeah. it from mm-hmm. from from yeah. an organic standpoint. Yeah. that's not true of all music, yeah. you know today's music you don't have to learn from an organic standpoint. You can just take what somebody else did and create your own right, right. That's not true. And not even learn an instrument. It's not true of, mm-hmm. you know, jazz. You still have to learn how to play the horn. You still have to learn how to play a keyboard. Mm-hmm. And it, and you have to learn chords, you have to learn how to put them together. You learn you still have to learn how to do it and if you're going to play this kind of music, it starts with this kind.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. And that's and so, you know, to act like you know that you know you become so snobbish that you know it doesn't mean anything anymore i just i'm just kind of beyond that now you know i just i want to hear whatever i like what if it is if it's if it's david swift
2: if it's david Sandborn,
0: <laughs> if it's david Sandborn, i'm gonna listen to david sandboy yeah. you know it's and just, you know man what you, when you when you
1: were talking about when you were to- just talking about um Jazz guys, or whatever, smooth jazz fusion, and they transitioning and doing something else. You know, I I, I always listen to um, what's my guitar player? Uh, uh oh shoot, turn your love around, man. Oh, uh, 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 George Benson. George Benson. Uh, Honestly, George Benson Jr. George Benson. George Benson. <laughs> I love hearing George Benson just playing the guitar. For me, he can just shut up singing. I just want to hear him play because he came from he came from from the tradition tradition. his teacher was west montgomery Montgomery. when you hear him he is west montgomery reincarnated Mm -hmm. to me you know and there's another um that i listen to white cat he did an uh album dedicated to west montgomery uh lee rittenauer you know uh westbound that's like one of my go-to's
0: Lee Rittenauer, uh has and Lee Rittenauer as an artist um, is one of those artists that found himself in that uh, that transition period mm-hmm. into that smooth jazz thing. Mm-hmm. He can play his ass off. Right. You know, but that even the smooth jazz thing got bastardized because then, you know, you got the what's, you know, I call it easy listening. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, somebody just, you know. Uh, Basha, pick the chord, Yanni, Basha. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just pick the chord and yeah. then just kind of let. Now, I might draw the line at easy listening. For me, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna call that jazz because it's not. It's easy listening. That's mm-hmm. what it is. But they would play it on the smooth jazz. I'm using air quotes. I know everybody can see that. They, but you know that on Even the, the best, jazz
2: even the best of those were good. Because like I told, I I I tossed Basha out there. But she had some good songs because she was good at what she did. But there was a whole lot of there was, like you said, a it was uh, a commoditization of that whole genre where Mm -hmm. you just Mm -hmm. everything was just like an assembly line. And you could actually just mindlessly listen to the station. And there was nothing there was nothing different happening for hours. Right. I you was, are absolutely right. <laughs> it was just, right. Right. It was just kind of like, okay, but, am I yeah. listening to the first song yeah. I listened to? Two but that was, that
0: was, but that was the point. You yeah. know, that was exactly yeah. the point. Yeah. Uh, where we are in Dallas, there are no smooth jazz stations anymore. We can listen to classical jazz from uh, University of North Texas. Texas yeah. We can listen to classical jazz, uh, but the way to get to smooth jazz now is through satellite radio. And you listen, they have a station called Watercolors. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I've heard some stuff on watercolors that I like. And then I've heard some stuff that's pure garbage. You yeah. know, you just listening to it going, "Yeah, you just, you know, you're just trying to fit into a, you're trying to fit into something. I'm, I call it garbage. You're trying to fit this into this, 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 this square peg into this round hole. Mm-hmm. And it's not really working. But somebody'll like it, I guess. It's the way you got it recorded. So I mean, you know, um um but that would be true of all music, mm-hmm. you know. There's not a there's there's not a, mm-hmm. there's not a there's not a there's not a genre of music that you don't listen to and you go Yeah, that's really bad. That's why, you know, uh Mike uh not to digress, but I,
1: that's why I admire Marcus Miller as a bass player and as an artist in his own right. Mm-hmm. He comes from that school of Miles. Mm-hmm. You know, he he can produce for Luther which he did. He produced for Luther. Then he does his own thing. Then you know, he might throw one of Jim Neal Monet songs on his on his on his record. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's When you got,
0: can play, you can play.
1: Exactly. You know, he, his 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 music goes runs the gamut as you would say. Uh you going to hear so what on a record that he does. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the lead.
0: So, and, you know. and, 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 saying that, uh I would guess I have heard 50 versions of so what mm-hmm. just that song. I probably heard 50 versions of that. I would, I would, I would just doubt. That, and that's probably, that's probably not true. It's probably twice that three times that mm-hmm. different versions of it played different ways by different people. You know what I mean? And, uh, some of it is really really good you know mm-hmm. some of it is real good and some of it you go why did you do that <laughs> <laughs> you know what you do that for you know and but in the end you know it, it's it's just an expression mm-hmm. that you know i can choose to listen to or choose not to listen to Absolutely. but i'm not you know i'm, I'm, I'm my my resentment is is when my my resentment to anybody just we and, and just kind of uh go back to what what you were saying my resentment is is that um uh, calling one thing jazz without really without really like uh without having a grasp of what jazz uh without having a grasp of the roots of there jazz mm-hmm. that's when i have you know when i take issue was something that, you know, if you're telling me that you like Kenny G, um, uh, but you don't appreciate anything before Kenny G, mm-hmm. then then I have kind of a then I might have like a snobbish view of what you are uh what what your definition of uh jazz is. Mm-hmm. And I probably that's really kind of how I feel about it. You don't have to like it. Really you don't Just like I don't, you know, I don't like other things, but don't, don't whitewash or don't, you know, dismiss. I think that's kind of the issue that
2: we have when we talk about music (laughs) in general: is that we're listening to stuff, and then the people that are listening to it don't have the sense to, uh, uh, the knowledge to contextualize what they're listening to. Like if you're listening to Lil Uzi Vert, and you like Lil Uzi Vert. Are you putting him in the timeline in the continuum? and do you know what came before? what come I mean, do you know mm-hmm, everything that mm-hmm. led up to that mm-hmm. too to understand mm-hmm. what your appreciation is about?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the, uh, that's the nerd in us, right? Yeah I mean, yeah. you know we're not going to be able to have that conversation with everybody right or right. you know mo- uh, you know I-, I use I use that phrase lowest common denominator. Because a lot of people just you know they're they're right here and right now well, it's hot and that's all I care about and you know to to suggest that anything before that that's 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 just it, it's hard for me to have a discussion with somebody who doesn't have an appreciation for anything because you you that.
2: automatically I I know exactly what you're saying because if somebody says they like something you automatically want to have a conversation and then it seems like in the midst of that conversation early on mm-hmm. that person is like. What what are you yeah. where are you, where are you going oh, with yeah. this? and it, and it, what is this all about? Yeah, this <laughs> I just yeah. I just like the song I was telling and, you about. And sometimes <laughs> I wonder if that's just
0: the nerd in us, or if it's a, if it's a human thing, or it's just you know I uh, you know I don't I I I just I I just you know I don't like everything, but I appreciate a lot of what a lot of stuff comes from, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, and I just I don't uh, uh, I, I I just you know when you dismiss history (laughs) then i really kind of have like you know i can't find a way to have a discussion discussion with with you you. about Mm -hmm. what you what you're into now
2: i mean and it's it's like that with everything like if these if these kids are talking about dance music now if they're talking about dance music or house or somebody is calling something house but they don't really have a An understanding of disco right sylvester and all of those people and Mm -hmm. everything that came up to that Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like came from this yeah Mm -hmm. you do you do you you know you got to understand what it what it's all about
1: it's Mm kind of like a a football player wanting
0: all the money in the world when he get out there but he doesn't know the history of the sport
2: (laughs) gotta be a student
0: of (laughs) it i mean yeah be a student of what you're listening to you know and um i do want to say that uh I do one of the things that uh, um, I can say this, that hip hop has had given me, I would say the early part of the nineties when hip hop, when jazz became the ma- a major, uh, uh, a major foundation for hip hop samples. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that gave me another mm-hmm. kind of appreciation mm-hmm. because uh, honestly um, see back then, Uh, There was no internet, so you couldn't look up samples, right? Mm -hmm. Now you know, so it was all about crate digging back then. Mm -hmm. And then you would hear songs, and you go, "Damn, I remember that song from somewhere," right? And then I go, you know, to my parents' house, and I dig through and find, ah, that's where that came from. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. the Hydra Loops and the 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 you know, uh, Grover Washington Jr. Loops and all of this stuff. You know, um, I have a I have a playlist on my iTunes. That I call, uh, or I have a folder I call "Roots of Hip Hop," mm-hmm. and so I just take like all of these songs, all these, well, any song actually, but a lot of them are jazz, where you know the samples came from, mm-hmm. you know the hip one of one of my one of the greatest hip hop two of two or three of the greatest hip hop albums of all time to me, uh, low end theory, uh, jazz samples mm-hmm. throughout. And uh, refutation of time and space, the diggable planets, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, uh, you know, watermelon man. I mean, you know, they just they mm-hmm. they and and refutation of time and space is really one of those great albums because it actually used two or three different time periods of jazz music mm-hmm. and made that album. Right. Those samples, it's like one of the greatest hip hop albums, sample wise, ever. Mm-hmm. And it's and it is and it is its its whole basis is jazz music. Whole the the whole basis of that record is jazz, and you know and and it's two or three different eras. They you know they they use the like the eighties funk era all the way back to bebop era. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just and to hear that and and know that you know there are nerds like that out there, (laughs) people who are like that out there that you you know that you. You know, I'm pretty sure that if I tried to have a conversation with uh, uh, Ishmael or Butterfly, the guy who produced that album, mm-hmm. he'd be way beyond anything I could think of. Right. Because he, his, his, because in order for him to get those samples, <laughs> he, had he had to listen to, to a lot of theory. shit. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. to listen to a lot of shit, and then his mind works differently because he's listening for the sample. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the music. I'm not listening for the sample. And you have to know a lot of stuff to get to that. You you really have to know a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's... I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I answered your questions or you if did, I made man. No, no actually, them you know well.
1: what? You know, actually, you know what? I, I just want to say uh, one thing. You know, we're about to do this, but this will be something that we will have to revisit. Absolutely. You know, and... And we're going to have to take into it, the history of we're it. We're going
0: to have to take it in genres. Right. Yeah, because yeah, th- th- there's... There's no way to have a comprehensive discussion about jazz, jazz music mm-hmm. without talking about it from the beginning to now. And from the beginning to now, you know, jazz is, you know, hundreds, uh, over a hundred years old. Only music created in this country It's so much to that that it's just not any way to have one discussion
1: about it. I just want to say, uh, we want to thank our special gifts, Michael
0: Nelson. Okay. <laughs> I'm dropping knowledge today. See, that's that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That that's was good. That, that's that shade shit again. <laughs> that ain't no shade, man. I got that is you. no all shade, right, man. All right, all right. Hey, that's, you know. Hey, that's I giving wish. you your props, bro. I'm with you. I'm with
1: you. <laughs> you know, but I, uh, and I want to say this one other thing, man. There are a lot, you know, so much we could talk about it, but uh got a couple CDs I want to give to you before you roll up out of here
0: man i'll take anything you know
1: so, <laughs> uh some of my favorites that you may not have you may or you may <laughs> yeah, not have but i should i take anything but hey we want to thank you all for listening to psycho music Lyri- lyricology uh make sure you listen like and hit the subscribe button to us and give us a review on stitcher google play music itunes soundcloud TuneIn, and or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast like us on facebook follow us on instagram and as always uh follow us on twitter at psycho fellas we can be uh, uh uh excuse me we can be contacted at 469 469- 606-9534. i have my glasses on. No, just or, go uh, with it, yeah, It's yeah. just yeah. like jazz. I'm just improv- <laughs> At <gmail.com. laughs> And always <laughs> check out the blog at psychomusiclyricology.com for music reviews and more. Until the next time, peace. Keep it jazzy,
0: baby.